This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hello, and welcome to Business Wise with your host, John Estefanos. John is a licensed attorney in California, a real estate broker, and a serial entrepreneur. His goal is to educate and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs everywhere to achieve their dreams and set up their business to achieve the most success possible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business Wise. This is your host, John. How is everyone doing? Hope you guys are doing well. The last two weeks have been extremely busy for me, but I'm glad to take some time away from the normal routine and talk to you guys. Uh, today, we are going to start a four-part episode, and I'm going to discuss with you guys the four different types of business structure. To make it simple, I will discuss the different ways you can hold ownership in a business. Obviously, there are more than four ways, but I am going to talk to you guys about the more common ones. The ones I will discuss are sole proprietorships, partnerships, limited liability companies, and corporations. And today's episode, I'm going to focus on sole proprietor uh, ships. I will discuss the advantages and the disadvantages. More importantly, I'll discuss the tax and legal ramifications that come with being a sole proprietorship. So the first question is, and I get this a lot, is, you know, how do I know if I'm a sole proprietorship or not? I actually get people that walk into my office they don't really even know their 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 business structure so how does one become a sole proprietorship the answer is easy if you take no steps to forming a business structure then by default you are a sole proprietorship okay so um if you don't file a legal entity by default, you and your business are one in the same. So let's discuss what is a sole proprietorship. Anyone who does business without formally creating a business organization is a sole proprietorship. That's kind of me giving you guys a simple, easy definition of what a sole proprietorship uh, is. So, what are the advantages? Well, the advantages are a few, and I don't really think they are advantages. I am not a big fan. I'll tell you guys right now, right up front, I'm not a big fan of um, those that start their business as a sole proprietorship. And as we continue with our discussion, you guys will find out why that is. So some of the advantages. Well, the first one, and this is the one that uh, 
most people are attracted to. And please, if you are starting a business, do not be driven by the very, very low costs of starting up. I believe in trying to save money. I believe in trying to pay as little as possible. But there's just some things when you get started in business, you should not cut corners on. And these are all for your own good and for your benefit. And setting up the proper entity structure is just one of those things. So people are attracted to sole proprietorships because they are cheap. There is nothing to file. In most cases, you just obtain a business license and you file a fictitious business name with the county and you attach that fictitious business name to your personal name and there you go. You just formed a business. So I want to walk you guys through that. So that's me basically saying, look, I'm going to start a business. I go down to the county recorder's office and I'm going to call my uh, business ABC Law. And I go down to the county office and I just file a fictitious business name and um, let basically the public be on notice that I'm going to operate as ABC Law. And there you go. I have a, a business. Um, I just used ABC Law as an example. For lawyers, they actually have to be a certain type of entity. But that's just an example. That could be the same if you were opening up a restaurant, a cafe, a retail store, whatever the case may be. So that's why a lot of people are attracted to sole proprietorships. It's easy, it's fast, and it's, and it's very cheap. Another advantage that some people are attracted to is that there are fewer formal business requirements. What do I mean by that? I'll use one specific example. Um, when you are a corporation limited liability company and some of and, and some of the other business uh, entities, there are filing requirements, for example, with the Secretary of State. That is the governing body in California that that you know uh, monitors and keeps track of all the entities that exist. So every year there is a renewal fee, there is a filing. And, you know, business owners hate that stuff because they feel that it's time consuming. How am I going to do it? Am I going to need somebody to do it for me? And if I use somebody to do it for me, that perhaps can cost me um, some money. So business owners don't like to do a lot of the formal business uh uh, filings and don't like to kind of um, be bound by those requirements. Now, that's kind of the advantages, right? So they're not that many. Um, if you start reading online, you'll see stuff like um, you know, being, you know, if you operate as a sole proprietorship, there is six or seven or eight advantages. Um, I, I would say that that's complete nonsense. Um, I would say that the two advantages I gave are 
probably, you know, the ones that have or carry the most weight. Now, I want to talk about the disadvantages. And here is where I'm going to convince you and show you that operating as a sole proprietorship is not a very smart thing to do. So the number one disadvantage is there is no isolation from legal liability. You are personally responsible for everything that happens. What do I mean by that? Well, let's say, for example, you get sued, okay? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the sole proprietorship model uh, first, and then I'm going to discuss, um, you know, how that scenario would function under um, an entity model if you were under a, a corporation or limited liability company. So let's just say you are being sued. Okay, somebody sues you. You own a restaurant, you own a retail establishment, a customer, um, you know, or anybody else, a vendor of yours sues you. If you are a sole proprietorship, okay, you will be sued and you will be named personally. So if I operated as a sole proprietorship and I got sued, in on the lawsuit, it would say defendant. John Estefanos. Now I am being sued in my personal capacity. Now, let's take the same scenario, okay? And let's say I am a corporation. Now, if I am a corporation and a customer, a vendor, uh, anyone decides to sue me, um, they would actually have to sue my corporation. So, the name on the lawsuit for the defendant would be the corporation's name, not my name personally. Um, if you own an LLC or a corporation, in order for you to be sued personally, um, in addition to your corporation or limited liability company, attorneys have to go through an additional step to name someone personally. And I will get into that. We'll have a whole entire episode on that stuff. Uh, later down the road, um, um, we will discuss that. But attorneys have to go through additional steps to name someone individually. So you're going to say, well, why is that important? Well, it's important because if you get sued in your personal capacity, that means you get sued if there's a judgment rendered against you, okay, then you that judgment attaches to all your personal assets, okay? So if you get sued and you have 14 or 15 properties, you have tons of money in the bank because you are just so successful as a business owner, you've managed to build a lot of wealth, then all of your personal assets are at jeopardy when you get sued personally. Now, let's compare that to someone that has a limited liability company or a corporation and they get sued um, in their business. The limited liability company or corporation is named, okay? And they are not named personally. And at that point, even if they were to go through the lawsuit, they would lose the lawsuit, they would have a judgment 
rendered against them. Guess what? Only the business and the business assets get attached to that judgment. That's completely different from the from the other scenario that I discussed just a minute ago. Now your personal assets are no longer in jeopardy. That is huge, folks. And you guys need to get educated about that. You need to be aware of that about you need to sorry, you need to be aware of this so that way you can make a well-informed decision. So that is a, a big, big disadvantage. That is why you don't want to um, be out there conducting business as a sole proprietorship. And look, let's face it, especially in California, California, um, you know, people sue each other all the time, right? So, and once you put yourself out there, and once you say I'm in business, you are subject to lawsuits and lawsuits happen way more frequently than you can ever Im imagine. Now, what is the second disadvantage? The second disadvantage is that sole proprietorships pay self-employment tax, okay? And that rate is approximately 15.3%. What do I mean by self-employment tax? Well, I'm going to walk you guys through an example. And again, we're going to do the same thing. I'm going to run the example through as a sole proprietorship, and then I'm going to run it through as a corporation, in, in, in particular, an S-corporation. And although I'm not going to explain what an S-corporation is, I will do so later uh, down the road, um, I think this is it'll probably be part four of um, of this uh, series. We will get, we will discuss that, and and to me that is the best way a small business owner um, can hold their business in a uh, as an S corporation, and that's subchapter S. And I'll tell you guys all about it later down the road, but. I want to go back to the self-employment tax. So you are a sole proprietorship, okay? And your business does well and you net $100,000, okay? Now you're going to go through and you're going to pay taxes on $100,000 and um, um, you're going to pay federal taxes and state taxes and all that. That's fine. But part of what you pay on that 100000 is there is a self-employment tax section, and that's 15.3%. So if you want to do the math real quick, 15.3% of $100,000 is $15,300, okay? That's what you would pay in that scenario if you netted $100,000 of net income, okay? If you net less, you just do the math on that figure and you can come out with your uh, totals. Now, so we got that established. Now, what happens if you operated as a subchapter S, okay, or a S corporation? What happens there when you make $100,000? Well, if you've made $100,000 net there, what you would do under an S corp is you would pay yourself 
a payroll because you kind of work for your own corporation. Uh, you're an employee of your own company. So you would pay yourself $40,000 or thirty dollars or $50,000, a reasonable amount. You would pay that as a uh, uh, payroll to yourself. That thirty dollars or $40,000 or $50,000 would be subject to the self-employment tax of 15.3. And then the remainder, let's just keep it simple. We say you paid yourself $50,000 in 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 uh in payroll. So that 50 would be subject to the 15.3 self-employment tax. And then the other 50,000 would be subject to federal and state tax, but it would not be subject to the 15.3% self-employment tax. So, in our first scenario, the business owner that made $100,000 had to pay $15,300 because the entire $100,000 was subject to the self-employment tax. And our second scenario, the under the uh, S-corporation, that business owner had to pay the 15.3% self-employment tax on only 50,000 of the of the uh income which is 7150 if i'm doing the math correct and the remaining 50000 okay although you do pay taxes i'm not saying you don't pay taxes folks do not walk away from this episode thinking that you do pay f- taxes but you pay taxes uh less the 15.3% so you're saving $7,150, okay? Now, as you grow, as you make money, okay, that becomes very, very important, right? Um, we want to be fair with the government. We want to pay our dues. We want to pay our fair share of taxes, but we also don't want to overpay because we did not take the time to plan, okay, and structure accordingly. I can tell you right now in my business, I function as an S-corporation, okay? That is, and I will discuss S-corporations more. We will talk about that stuff. Um, I will show you the benefits of, an, of operating as an S-corp. But more importantly today... I wanted to share with you guys uh, what a sole proprietorship is, okay, and the advantages and the disadvantages of a sole proprietorship. So that way you guys are well informed. That way you guys can make well-informed decisions and, um, you know, uh, pay your fair share of taxes. And it's not just taxes. Again, the legal liability um, issue of it that I explained is is also huge. You want to be able to protect your assets and what you worked so hard for. And again, having the right entity structure and forming your business the right way from the start, okay, is a very, very smart thing to do. 
And I can tell you right now, I get a lot of people that say, well, John, can I start off as a sole proprietorship? And then when I make some money, I can become a, a, a limited liability company or an S corporation. The answer is yes, okay? But I encourage you all to start from day one on the right foot, okay? We, you got to think big. You're starting a business because you think it's going to succeed or otherwise you would not start that business. So from day one, I want you to operate as if your business was going to make millions of dollars, okay? Don't, don't think small. Think big, okay? Because chances are you have a good idea and if you think big and you put in the work that is required, your idea is going to take off, your business is going to take off, and you are going to generate lots of money. And the issues and problems I discussed today will be a problem for you. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to avoid problems down the road and have you start on, a, uh, on the right foot. Sorry. Okay, I think that is it for this episode. And um, I would like to um, thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, and I appreciate all the questions that always come in. And I, I hope that I'm here to um, kind of provide clarity and make, uh, make uh, sure that you guys are... Um, kind of informed and um, I, I wish that you guys will uh, continue to make the right decisions. Um, our next episode a week from today, we are going to discuss partnerships, okay? And we will discuss, we will do the same thing. We will hash out what the advantages and disadvantages uh, of a partnership is and we will try to talk a little bit about you know, how they are taxed. And um, that's pretty much it. So um, thanks again for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, stay positive, And I hope it's productive. And uh, please subscribe and rate. Follow me on Instagram at businesswise podcast. And let me know any topics you would like discussed. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to talking to you guys next week. This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state.